As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, how could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Hello. And welcome, everyone. Happy Tuesday. It's the best night of the week. It's me, Sabrina, and Corinne is coming up here right now. There she is. Hi. And that was quick this time. That was speedy. I also feel like I'm getting comfortable up here by myself, um, but not too comfortable because (laughs) you're not going anywhere. But hello. I love seeing everyone join. Happy Tuesday. We can't wait to hear all of your spooky stories. It's going to be so fun. And we don't have a theme, so it's going to be a free-for-all today. Yes. Which would be great. And Corinne, I texted you last week that there was someone at the end of last week's show that we were not able to bring up, but I text you a million times, so I'm trying to scroll back. Did you text me or did you text yourself? Because I know you text Um, yourself a lot. I do text myself a lot. So why don't you look in our text? I'm scrolling. Here's the problem. We text 30 times a day. We do. So Okay, so maybe I did text it to myself. Does anyone else text themselves as reminders? I, d- I definitely do, but not nearly as much. Oh, wait. Okay. Ella. 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 So if Ella's here and still wants to tell the spooky tale. We'll start with Ella if Ella's we'll here. With Ella. we'll, we'll give it a minute for, for Ella yes, to join yes. us and for us to vocally remember. Until then, how is everyone? How's everybody doing? <laughs> how are you really? Are we all feeling okay? Are we happy? Are we sad? It's okay if we're sad. Yeah. I'm not sad on Tuesdays though, because I like doing this. And then I really like going into the Discord channel after too and chatting with everyone. I think it's fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. 
Um, I'm sorry to hear you're sick, Liz. I hope you feel better. I'm just sick in the head, but that's typical. <laughs> I'm actually going to, as we're, as I'm thinking about it, I'm going to pull up the Discord link just so that I have it copied so I can just paste it a few times throughout tonight. Oh, wow. People are already in Discord chat. Oh, smart. Everybody. Just so other people. Wait, Megan. Yes. The past life story on the Lost Encounters is truly the most unreal oh my God. thing I've ever experienced. I was thinking about that the other day. And by the other day, I think I meant earlier today because we were recording again for an, another episode. And I was thinking about how amazing that story was. That's the one that we were like, this is the most detailed case that we ever oh, did here. Unreal. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just truly incredible. I love all of those reincarnation things. They're the best. They're the best. Wait, Eric said, Sabrina Curran, did you hear about the UFO hearings in Congress? I actually just saw a story about it. I haven't read the whole thing, but it it happened like moments before we joined on here. So I don't know much. (gasps) I need to know. Okay. I just realized this whole time that I have not been talking to my microphone. I've been hearing you. So. Have you? Okay. That's yeah. good. I was really far yeah. away, but hopefully it sounds better now. I just got so excited. <laughs> I just started talking <laughs> so far away. But good that you could hear me enough. Yeah. Okay. I do want to start stories, but before we do, okay, let's do I it. wanted to just remind people that this Sunday, Corinne and I are doing a Patreon live stream for our only fan Tums. And we are going to re-listen to episode one of our podcast and cringe and be miserable, but yes. also laugh at ourselves, try to laugh at ourselves. We're going to make it a drinking game. So we're far enough removed. Yeah. Drinking, eating, water chugging, whatever you feel comfortable doing. It's just going to be sort of a take a or do yes. whatever. Take a sip. Happens. Eat a chocolate. I don't know. I'm going to be drinking wine most likely. I'll probably be eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> a cube here, a cube, a cube there. Here. Um, yes. And it's at Pacific, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern. Right, Kryn? Yeah, so uh, the same thing that we do here. Yeah, so if you want to join, we would love to have you um, suffer through it together and uh, join our Patreon. This will be good. We'll rip the Band-Aid and then we'll be able to be less awkward when talking about our start from here on out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing ourselves. Sure, sure, definitely. Okay. Did we, Ella, are you here? Oh, but otherwise, there's no theme as a reminder. Yeah, just we just ask the people, try to keep their stories to five minutes just so that we can yep. get, hopefully, you know, four, five, six people on stage yeah. in the hour that we have here. Yeah. And then try to find a quiet place to tuck yourself away. Hopefully it's not dark. So you're not terrified as you're telling your own story, but we just want to make sure that everyone can hear your story and that it sounds as good as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I will bring up first, we'll start with Claire. And then if Ella comes on here, I'll keep beckoning the universe to bring her to us and we'll see. But Claire, you're up. Hello, Claire. Oh my Hi, God. Claire. Hi. Hi. Hello. Wow. I just, I put my hand up and I had absolutely no faith that you would pick me. So this is <laughs> wild. <laughs> I love it. Also, is your hair still that same, the same color as in the photo? Because it's unbelievably beautiful. Oh, yes. thank you. It's not, unfortunately. That was like from about a year ago. And so it's grown back out and I have yet to dye it again. 
Well, I think you're brave for being able to dye your hair at all. I have always been a little bit jealous of the people who can just like rock the blues and purples, but I've never been brave enough myself to do it. You could do it. Yeah, I would want to do like a temporary, because already even when I like get my hair cut or dye my hair, I regret it like three days later. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would highly recommend it to anyone who's listening. If you're thinking about dyeing your hair, go for it. Great. You heard it here first, everybody. (laughs) Claire gives you the approval. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I have, I have a short, I have like a short story about, um, this is actually my mom's ghost story. Ooh. Um, where she was, we're, she's walking down the street with me, um, and we're like running errands and, uh, she's really stressed out for whatever reason, you know, mom's errands. Um, and she was dragging me kind of by the hand and I wasn't really able to keep up with her cause I was too little and a woman kind of out of nowhere, like stepped down in front of my mom and, uh, tells her you're going too fast for her. Oh. And my mom like, is like the one very surprised cause this woman came out of nowhere and she turns around and like looks at me and she does realize that like I've clearly been struggling to keep up with her. And she turns back and the woman is gone. And when she's telling me the story, she's like, I just, I had a feeling when I turned back around and I couldn't see that woman anymore. She's like, I just, I had this feeling that it had to have been my mother. Uh, oh my gosh. And like her mom had passed like many, many years before that when she was really young. And she's like, I just, I knew that it was like a mother's, it was like a motherly instinct. Oh my gosh. You have to like, you're going too fast. I love that. (laughs) And kind of like the sharp, like mom reprimanding a fellow, like their own child, like another mom, basically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And my mom's not a big believer in ghosts. And so like, this is one of those things where I I was like, yeah, mom, do you believe in ghosts? And she's like, well, no, not really. But this one time though. (laughs) So that was no, cool. not really, but yes. Yeah. Also, I saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what what a great ghost experience, right? Like that like is very positive, right? Because you know, yeah. it sounds like she didn't know it was a. It's not like she, upon first interaction, realized it was a spirit and was scared. She fully thought it was another person. Yes, yeah, and she and like afterwards, she's like, yeah, I realized like I was going too fast for you, and it like did make me stop and think and like slow down a little bit. Um, and she's like, and I think about that all the time. I think about having to slow down and, um, like pay attention to what's going on around you. And so that was like a really formative experience for her, which is so cool. That is really cool. Wow. That's amazing. And that was her only ghost experience so far in life. Yeah. She hasn't, I've like asked, but she hasn't had any other, like even, even my dad too, neither of them have ever been like, oh, this experience or that, that, that was really the only one, only story that she had. You know, I would say that's a good thing, right? (laughs) Although many of us here probably wish to have more ghost encounters and experiences. It, it, we also, I mean, I'll speak for myself, Corinne and I, we are terrified of also having paranormal experiences. So if something like that happened to us, I feel like that's a, that's a positive. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing it with us, Claire. Yeah, thank you for bringing me up today. I just before before I run away, I just want to say that I've been listening to your podcast for years and years and years now, um, 
And it's always like the best thing to turn to oh. on my way home from work. And it like listening to the podcast feels like I'm like listening to two friends just talking about ghosts. Um, and so I really appreciate that you've been keeping it up for so long um, and creating all these new this content and all these new opportunities. So thank wow. you. Wow. Thank you Claire. so much, Claire. That's <laughs> so <you>. nice. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. What you guys don't know is that Corinne and I, when we recorded, we recorded Encounters 138 this morning, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. And so, and we we are emotional today for some reason. So, Clary, that statement is catching us on a vulnerable day. I know. There might be tears tonight. <laughs> well, not. it's also funny because I feel like, and I don't think we would ever get to the point, Sabrina, either, where we would feel different than we do now. But I feel like we just feel so connected to everyone. And whenever people are like, oh, you don't know me, but I feel like I know you. Like, we kind of do feel like we know everyone, though. We like, really we see everybody do. in Discord and Facebook and Instagram and here. And, yeah. rec- like, Sabrina should have recognized people's faces <laughs> from crowds when we were doing live shows. Like, and, and we get to be here and talk with everyone here live. So I feel like, I know. you know, as much as, like, maybe you and I, Sabrina, get a little bit more of the credit because we started the podcast. I feel yeah. like we're all sharing it. It's a community. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have this without you all. And I feel like I just, I I don't know. I feel like when we were doing live shows and meeting people, we fangirled more over meeting people. Like then I feel like people were, I mean, people were excited to see us, but we were just as, if not more excited to see them because it's like, you're our friends. Yeah. We are having this conversation with you. When meeting someone who listens to the podcast, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) you love ghosts. Too. Uh, it's like we're all just like a little bit creepy here and positive and lovely and kind and it just makes my heart my cold cold dark heart very <laughs> as sydney said in the chat my people this is our uh, people our, our found each people other. i love it so great okay i'm gonna bring up mari and then after that i'm gonna bring up alicia perfect hello mari hello is that a hello. cute little husky it is. That's Thor. <laughs> oh my gosh, so cute! He's, um, if you hear him in the background, I'm so sorry because he will <laughs> scream. Oh, please <laughs> do. Yes, I'm so sorry. I'm very nervous. It was just the fluke that I found you guys because I'm working from home today. Um, <gasps> but yeah, so was this your first time joining campus? Being on the- yeah, because it's um, it's 10 a.m. at the moment. My heart is racing. Hang on a sec. <laughs> um, <laughs> The um, it's 10 a.m. and I just got home from the UK, um, burying my grandmother and uh, doing my uncle's ashes in Scotland, like not even a week ago. So I'm just, it's a major fluke, and I'm really excited. It's a little, yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna cry. Sorry about that. Sorry that you had to travel for that. No, I mean, I was going. It happened that I was. We were going anyways because we wanted to go overseas and see my family, and then my grandmother passed away at the same time. So. We got to be at her funeral, which we wouldn't have been able to do if we weren't already going. So yeah, mm. so the silver lining, yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. all of your family and be there for yeah. that. That's yeah, was, the silver really lining sad. in an otherwise really sad. Yeah, definitely. She was ninety two. She she had a good life. Um, so yeah, she's at peace. That's what's important. Okay. Yeah, I hope I live till ninety two as well. I need to start Me eating too. a little bit better than I have. Been, <laughs> I, I hope like, we all get, get as far as your grandma did. <laughs> definitely 
Um, okay, sorry. I will not take up much time. I don't know. I just, again, I just touched the button. And I was like, let's see what happens. So I've had lots of, <laughs> lots of experiences. Wow. Um, so I was about 10 um, from seeing like a, a ghost and a little, a, a woman and a little boy in like my street walking my dog, my first dog. Um, and she saw it as well. And I was kind of shocked. And then I ran home and my mom said, looks like you've seen a ghost. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like little <laughs> I do you know. <laughs> um, and apparently I found out later on that apparently um, there's a relative that visits each generation. Um, so my birth father's seen her and my auntie's seen her and my cousin's annoyed because she hasn't seen her. <laughs> <laughs> not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Um, I've seen a man walking down my hallway when my now husband was playing PlayStation and then um, he was just, I don't think the man saw me. I think he just was like in his own space and he walked down the hallway and I was like, okay. Wait, and your husband didn't see either, right? He no, no, he was, game. yeah. Oh. He was just living his best life playing PlayStation. Um, oh yeah. Gosh. The headphones on, just oblivious yes. to all the activity <laughs> happening around him. <laughs> um, but I see them in black and white as well. I don't see them in color where my cousin uh-huh. does see them in color. That's so um, interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the third one was only, I think, December 2020, and it was a mist um, inside my bedroom, which I have my boundaries, and I'd say, like, don't, if you were going to visit me, visit me, but not in my bedroom, because mm-hmm. um, that's creepy. Um, and, um, yeah, the mist was kind of at the door, and I just was like, I don't have time for this, and I rolled over and went to sleep because I was <laughs> having like a white mist. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though, that you can't? It's almost like you can't predict your own reactions to spiritual activity because you don't really know like what headspace you'll be in, whether you'll be scared yeah. or just like straight up annoyed and just I can't even deal with this right now. And it shows like the privilege that I have because I've seen so many things and I've done so many things that it's kind of just like everyday life now. Um, oh, wow. Like pre- predicting pregnancies. Um, oh, my gosh. Having dreams, but then it's finding out like, you know, just having a knowing, um, I can do a really cool thing where I can find a car spot. I just speak to like my spirit guide and that's it. And then I, I do it like on call. My husband's what? like, all right, find me a car spot. And I go, all right, go up and to the right. And then there's one there, no problem. In the middle of Christmas, I can find a car spot, no problem whatsoever. Um, you need wow. to use this gift for a winning lottery ticket. I've tried. Yeah. I can't use my, any child fans out there. You can't use your powers for personal gain. Oh, <laughs> curse. <laughs> so, Wait, yeah. so how do you, do you know much about your spirit guide? How did you get in touch with your spirit guide? Do you communicate I, on a daily basis? So many questions. I follow, so Rebecca the Ghost Guide on TikTok. I yes, um, love her. follow her. And I've just been doing a lot of research and just trying to find out. So I was following someone else. I think it was one of her people that she is like recommending and things like that. And they just said, I think it was this, not spectastic, someone like that. But anyways, and they just said, essentially, if you want to know your spirit guide, you need to just sit down in a quiet space and say, I want to know you better. Um, Can I please ask your name? Close your eyes. And the first name that pops into your head, apparently that's their name. And if you get to yeah. So, and they said, like, if you, you know, you'll know if it's the wrong name, essentially, you have to just trust yourself. Um, okay. And yeah. So I had two, so I've got like adopted uncles in Australia and um, I had their two faces and they're both named Steve pop into my mind. So I was like, Steve, okay, that's a random, but okay, let's go with that. And it's <laughs> not bailed me since. So 
And my husband, who is a non-believer, did it. His is Barry. So we're just trying to see if it works for him as well. But yeah, we'll see how we go. But so far, Steve has not let me down. He's, he's Steve. Good. Steve, yeah. Wow. Corinne, we should try this. I know. Well, so is there any, I guess like maybe we have to do some sort of protection or, or maybe it's just like, is it all about intention? Because yeah. I'm also thinking like, if you live in a haunted space and you're like, I want to get to know you, <laughs> all the ghosts are going to be like, really? <laughs> uh, well, for me, like I said, I've always had very good boundaries um, since I was a kid, because once I, when I first saw that first goat or two ghosts, the little boy was so cute. He like waved to me in the middle of the street, but I still was freaked out and I essentially shut everything off. Um, but it's always slowly crept in. Like, again, like I've always loved spooky things and charmed and, so um, gargoyles on the Disney channel, like from a very, very early age. And this is why you're part of our people. Like, (laughs) you fit in perfectly. Well, I wrote on the chat, I was like, the Facebook is just my favorite place because there's no hate. There's no judgment. It's just a beautiful space. And I've always been well received whenever I've written something. So yeah, thank you guys for creating such a wonderful space. Of course. I mean, we, everyone's yeah, we, trying to make us cry today. We <laughs> started it, but we don't keep it going. That's what everyone else does here. Yeah. Like, no, and the moderators do a wonderful job as well. They're great for um, keeping a check on everything, which is really good. Eric and yeah. the chat goes, they have wonderful moderators. And Eric is one of the moderators. He is one of those, <laughs> those wonderful moderators. I was going to say, too, before I leave, because I want to wrap it up. I don't want to leave everybody. Um, I don't want to take up too much space, but... So when I've come home, I brought home my uncle's watch, um, which he wore every day. He was a painter. He's got specks of paint over it. And I'm noticing my TV turning on on its own. And I notice I've got like a little, um, you know, the tea set in Mrs. with Mrs. Potts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got that on my counter and it made this sound on its own. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, it shouldn't do that. So I was, and I was touching, like, I think I was sitting next to the watch at the time and I was like, okay, no worries. <laughs> this is how we go. It's his way of just saying, hello. Uh, yeah, I think you know, so. You my he, Thanks for coming. Yeah. He died quite, he died at 68. So he might, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So he might be here. He might not be. It might be somebody else that I've brought home from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll have to keep us updated if anything more happens. Yes, I definitely will. Thank you so much. I'm going to be listening. I'm working today, probably not paying attention to my job. But <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming to join us as you I work know. from home. We're so I'm, excited. Yeah. Work from home perks. You're yeah, so definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I mean, Scotland is super haunted. So I think it Very. sounds like it's her uncle. But now my wheels are, are turning. I'm I like, know. what other spirits? could be there or just I do wonder travelers if her spirit guide could tell her anything about oh, who's around that's a good idea to just ask i just don't know the rules like how much can you ask your spirit guide i feel like i would be so needy yeah i know it would be tough it would be yeah i, I don't know i guess here's another question <laughs> do, do spirit guides now I'm thinking about like Big Mouth and the hormone yeah. monsters and how sometimes they like share children. Do, do spirit guides also, is it more than just us? I, I would assume we're not just a like one-to-one relationship, that they've got other people maybe that they have to tend to as well. But I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, it's got I ask my pendulum anything and everything. So, oh, there we go. Okay. There we go. Wait, oh my gosh. Yesterday, Corinne and I were together and there may have been a magic eight ball in our company. And I was asking it a bunch of questions. And every single time it was like, "Mm, I don't think so. Mm, Better luck next time. Yeah. The odds are not in your favor. Odds are not in your favor. And I was like, I'm sorry. This is really rude. And then we realized that it was like a negative magic eight ball. I don't think there was anything positive in it at all. You gave it to me to be like, okay, you try. You might have better luck. And we we did it many more times in every single... I mean, I don't know how many sides there are in a magic eight ball. I would assume eight. (laughs) And I feel like we at least got like six or seven answers and none of them were positive. So we're like, all right, forget this. Yeah, it it, it was... um, kind of trying to smack me in the face. And I was like, how rude. Um, People, I did tease that we would maybe disclose why we were together. And Randall wants to know the story behind the IG pic and the creepy nightgowns. Can we tease a little bit? Yeah, we'll tease. We'll tease a nibble. How how much of a nibble? Do you want to do the nibble? Because I don't know what you're, I don't know what I, you want to disclose. I guess. Okay. So I think here's here's the nibble. Sabrina and I are attempting to get things going and things in motion (laughs) to hopefully be able to be out in the world and see you guys and do things with you in person or virtually and open it up to as many people as possible. So basically... Part of why we were together, everyone's like, we're, we're, everyone thinks they already knows. It's, it's still in like the very early phases yeah. where we haven't, like literally nothing's planned. It's basically attempting. some marketing stuff that we're putting together in the hopes of doing some other stuff that we can't yes. fully disclose. But we had a friend of ours do, um, put together a little photo shoot. Yeah, we were like, we want to look legit if this happens, which let's say when it happens, because we're putting positive intentions into the universe and manifesting. So when it happens, we were like, oh, it would be great to maybe have some promotional material together and have like a fun, spooky photo shoot together, which we literally have never done. Yeah, never. Well, we did one. My old roommate, Mike Paskin, who is a photographer, did like a very short, brief you and I on a couch with Nick and a ghost cover, which people have seen those photos. But then this was a legit, like we were in we a, studio. a studio. We were in a studio. <laughs> I don't know what but you we guys. were expecting, but it wasn't that. Corinne like, and I are so awkward at taking photos. <laughs> like world's most awkward in front of a camera. Like I can't believe you and I wanted to be actresses at some at one point oh. in our lives because when you put me in front of a camera, I literally like black out and turn in I turn into a robot like I don't know what humanity or thoughts or facial expressions are I know when they were like act scared and I was like I am and they're like you're smiling and this is what I look like when I'm scared I enjoy it (laughs) oh god I can't act even in front of the camera Yeah. yeah we'll we'll tease some more and then hopefully in the next few months we'll have secured what we are intending what we desire what we desire and we'll be able to release yeah. it all. So yeah. stay tuned. And also for our only phantoms on Patreon, we did have a few picks. We were where we had our bare feet in there just to put them <laughs> on the only phantoms page. 
gosh. Yeah. That would be funny. That, yes, we will. I still clearly think it is because I'm dying laughing at it. (laughs) It is very funny. We should absolutely crop our feet out of all the photos and only post them on our only phantoms. We should do we should do whatever the like Photoshop thing is over it where it looks like blurred out like oh, nudity. Cover out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. Corinne, you are so hilarious. Funny. Oh, thank you, Sabrina. Wow. Oh gosh, Corinne makes me laugh. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I said I was going to bring up Alicia. So I'm going to bring up Alicia. And then after that, I'm bringing up Lynn. Poor Alicia just had to sit there waiting Waiting their turn. I know. Hello. Oh, I talk about this. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. My first time catching you guys live. Oh, I'm so excited. Wow. We've got a few people that this is their first time here today. This is great. Welcome. And I discovered you guys through Ladies in Tangent. Hell yeah. We freaking love them. Cherry and Sarah are like our soul sisters. We were. Truly. I, yeah. I mean, I hope you could tell when we were recording or like when you listened back how much fun we had with them, but like yeah. we're obsessed. So. Yeah, so obsessed. But I have uh, a couple stories. I have some sleep paralysis one, and then um, I have trigger warning with suicide, but um, that one's kind of, that one has like a backstory. Okay. But I had sleep paralysis like two weeks ago. And oh, no. it was really scary. I just, I couldn't move. And then from my left ear, I just heard laughing. And then from the right ear, I heard my dad's voice. And it was like, Alicia, are you up? Are you up? Are you up? Like really fast. Oh. And I was so scared. And then I finally woke myself up. And I'm like doing like candle magic. So I put a protection candle. I burned that the next day. And then the next day, I had sleep paralysis even, and like a white figure like came to me, and it was like laughing at me, and then it like pulled me off of my bed. It was oh just laughing at me, and then I finally <gasps> oh. woke up, and I was in the same spot, didn't move. Whoa! But you felt it pulling you out of bed. Yeah, I felt it, and I saw myself like I saw my floor, my bed, the dresser that's next to my bed. And then when I woke up, I was just the same spot on my back, hands to the side, like didn't even move. Oh, that is so creepy. I hate that feeling. It's so disorienting too. Yeah, I've like, never had that. What the hell happened? I mean, I feel like maybe your physical body stayed there, but truly that your astral body, like your mm-hmm. soul was, was being pulled. Pulled. Corinne, that's horrifying. That Yeah, that's what I, 
And my younger sister, she said that she had an experience just like that. And she she saw herself and she felt herself walking through the halls. But when she woke up, she was still laying in her bed. That's what? Oh, oh. yeah. Never, hopefully not. I don't like that. Yeah, really triggering. <laughs> Wait, do you guys live? Do you live together? Are you in the same house? Yeah, we're actually moving out right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe. <laughs> well, you should say like, whatever is here, you're not allowed to come mm-hmm. with us. I've tried that. I've tried cleansing my room, cleansing the house, try to do like protection candles. And it just lately, like this past week, it has not gone away. I've been scared to sleep ever since and it feels like every time I go to sleep or like I'm about to get into sleep paralysis oh that stinks yeah is that I wonder if there's I don't know maybe maybe we just need like the whole community here to like send all at once say you're not welcome to follow Alicia yes please don't okay ready everyone (laughs) everyone together in your home (laughs) and three two one you Whatever is not. there, you are not allowed to follow Alicia. Yes, no. do not follow me. <laughs> you must stay where you are. What if well, hopefully that worked. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm leaving, so we're not Yeah, good, anymore. good. But, yeah. Well, we'd love then, to hear your, your other story, too, if you still want to share it. Yeah, Um. so it was my childhood house. Uh, there was a, there's like a fence where the neighbor's house was and we had a swing set right next to it their garage is um literally right next to it too when I was younger I want to say maybe around eight I used to play with the son that lived there and they were moving one time and I was like why are you guys moving and he was like oh um my dad had died and I was like I was just remember being really confused and then um my mom said he she thinks that she he had depression because he would be in the out in the alleyway just kind of standing there. And then um, what had happened was he hung himself in the garage oh, no. and his daughter found her, him. Ugh. I want to say maybe she was five or under. That's so sad. Oh, my gosh. And then now my uh, my grandma lives there and she still has a place set next to the fence. And. Uh, my niece, she was like, I want to say two, three, maybe I went outside to push her on the swing and she's facing the road and I'm just looking at her and she's like, she's like, do you see that man over there? And I turned to the street and I'm like, um, there's no man over there. And she's like, oh, never mind. He flew away. I was like, uh, okay. And I grabbed her and I was like, we're going outside. <laughs> and then he flew away. Yeah, she said he was just floating there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. We'll go inside. And then another time she was jumping on the trampoline and she kept saying that um, a man kept pulling her hair. But it was only me and my sisters. And we're like, there's no man pulling your hair. And then um, fast forward, she had a brother and he was in the kitchen and I was watching him next to his mom. He wasn't doing nothing. And then he kept saying that a man kept pulling his hair. And I was like, there's no man in here. Like, who's, wow. who's pulling your hair? But yeah, ever since they were younger, they've been seeing this man. So I think it's um the man. And he probably just thinks, like, he's playing with them because they're the same age as his kids were. 
Yeah. I wonder, it's, it's interesting because the pulling the hair is such a specific thing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's what he did with his daughter. Yeah, was that's alive. what I was thinking too. It's definitely unsettling, don't get me wrong, but I feel <laughs> like it, it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem harmful. Yeah, yeah. It seems yeah. like a playful... Yeah, we just kind of joke about it like, oh yeah, it's the ghost next door. Because really, <laughs> other than that, nothing else has really happened. Yeah, I wish you would find peace, but I'm also, I'm sure that he enjoys being around you guys and and all the neighbors and the younger kids that remind him of his own family too. So at least I'm glad that there are some like lighter moments and Mm -hmm. positive people surrounding where his spirit still is. But yeah, I mean, it's still for for you and everyone else who experiences it and isn't anticipating seeing someone having hair pulled, like that's very spooky. Yeah. And I had a, uh, my cousins moved into the house and my mom told them like, you know, like what happened, but they've never said anything about any ghosts or any interactions. They had um, a son and two daughters and they've never said anything about a ghost. So maybe he's just hanging out in my grandma's yard. (laughs) (laughs) In the yard. He likes her yard better. (laughs) (laughs) Best grass around. That's all I have. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. These are amazing. And we're so glad that you found us through Ladies in the in Tangents that you're here with us today. Yes, I've been binge listening. <laughs> and I think I've listened to all of them so far. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. That's impressive. Thank you. Yes, we thank also you. have a lot of people concerned for your safety with your smart smoke detector. But I know you're moving out. So maybe make it oh, a problem for the next person. Yeah, that thing broke and I've just been too short to fix it. So And uh, you're moving out. So moving out. Moving out. <laughs> just be safe. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, Alicia. Thank, Thank you, you, Alicia. All of these gifts in, in this chat are so funny. I know. I'm like so envious of people. I said this in the chat, but there are people who are so quick with gifts in group texts, in in here, in Discord, and I'm so slow. Like, do people have these saved? How do you get them so quickly? I know. I don't know how people do it, but it's really good. Honestly, by the time that I get the gift that I want to send, the conversation has moved on. Right. And And it's too late. (laughs) It's just out of place. Oh, so good. I wish we could save chats. I know. These chats are so good. Okay. I'm going to bring up Lynn and then after that, Tabitha. Awesome. I think that's how. Tabathia? Maybe uh, we'll confirm Yeah, she's up here. Okay, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi, did that work okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Yay. Uh, I have ADHD and I'm also like super short of breath all the time. (laughs) So I'm going to try not to sound like I ran a marathon and talk too fast. Um, No worries, we're here with you. Definitely let me know if I move the phone out of the way or anything. But um, when I was in high school, like... We were so excited we were going to move to this. It was basically like a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere, way, way rural area. And um, when we started moving our stuff out there, it was my mom's brother's place. And for backstory, he had been adopted, didn't grow up with my mom, uh, adopted by my mom's mom's best friend. So kind of one of those things that you did back in the 50s when you couldn't raise, you know, four kids all on your own. Um, So Donnie, uh, he and his mom, and I think, I don't remember if his dad was there or not, but they had 
basically he had grown up in this farmhouse. And so, you know, here it is decades later, I'm a teenager moving into this huge farmhouse. It's beautiful, amazing. But my mom's like pretty paranormally sensitive. I am really not. My dad was like, didn't even like, doesn't even believe in it at this point. Mm -hmm. But as we're moving our stuff in, like nobody should be going in there. I mean, we're the only ones with the keys, great secure locks on the place. And there's stuff just randomly happening, like stuff gets moved around. I mean, why would somebody just walk in the house and move stuff around? It was just kind of weird. We're like, maybe that's our imagination. And then pretty soon this, um, I want to say it was like a 1940s style old stereo, like this beautiful piece of furniture. You'd have to flip the top open and you could play the music with, um, I want to say it was records. And we would come and it would be open like all the time. We would come, we'd be moving some stuff over, cleaning the I mean, always <laughs> the flip top was open on it. I was like, who the hell is doing that? And then I started to think, well, maybe my brother's friends are playing a prank or something. He wasn't really there all that much. So it didn't seem likely. Um, but just random stuff. Like when we were cleaning, the house wasn't too dirty, but there was this one window that just, you know, straight out of Amityville horror. It was like covered in flies. No reason. Just this one like floor to ceiling, beautiful window just flies the whole thing it was so weird nothing nowhere else no flies I mean you know maybe like two dead flies in the house the place was clean but that one window I was like what the anyway you know what that (laughs) reminds me of did you ever watch (laughs) hell house or is I think that's what no that I heard yes documentary oh I never watched it but right that a friend told me about it and I was like oh (laughs) Yikes. Not okay. Yeah. Um, the worst sign ever. Demon house. Just, that's what it is. Right? Yeah. And I seriously. Immediately demonic. Completely started to make me a little suspicious. And my mom started to feel weird there. Um, and unfortunately, like, you know, a few days into the cleaning, I get up to kind of like picking out, ooh, I'm going to be in the upstairs bedroom. Beautiful, big, I mean, enormous bathroom. And, you know, I'm what, 16 at the time or whatever. And I was going to um, kind of, you know, claim this enormous pink bathroom, pink toilet, <laughs> big cloth with tub. I was like, this is my bathroom. It's going to be amazing. And A dream. I didn't, it was, and I didn't feel okay up there. Like I felt like someone was watching me and they were mad at me. And I was like, why would that, why? I, you know, I didn't usually experience stuff like that. And my mom just like, increasingly was getting creeped out in the house. I was cleaning in the, I want to say it was like this big, huge, like kind of a farmhouse pantry sort of a thing. And suddenly one day there's like a blood spot, not, but like you couldn't wipe it out. It was just this weird stuff that I'm like, this is not possible. It wasn't huge, but I was like, why is there, you know, this beautiful red, brown stain all of a sudden, beautiful facetiously. Um, (laughs) just the random stuff. And then the one thing that got my dad was after a while, he started to even feel weirded out. And then he would hear, uh, and one day I heard it too, but like tons of times, footsteps on the top of the house. There's no one that should be walking on the, it's a two-story farmhouse. There's no one out here. We're in the middle of nowhere. No one's on the roof. Why do we hear footsteps on the roof? Lynn, this house is so haunted. It was kind of bananas. <laughs> I'm I mean, shocked. my mom, kind of the last thing that came up was my mom was walking 
down the stairs, like super steep old stairs. Um, you know, we'd been cleaning upstairs and she's like, I feel like there's someone behind me. Kind of like you get that feeling of, oh, there's a person who wants to pass you or whatever. But she got the, like, suddenly it would be so easy for someone to push me down these stairs. She said, I would like fall, you know, several stairs down, super steep, hit this little curve and break my neck. I was like, mom, you're silly. (laughs) Nobody's going to push you down the stairs. And, And then later she heard kind of this, as she was on the stairs again, kind of like a, kind of like this, like Mm. old teacher who's tired of your bullshit, kind of a like (laughs) sigh. And so she's like, all right, I'm just going to stay on the first floor. We're all weirded out by this point. Oh, and I forgot one day when I and several of my friends, my mom and dad, we were all getting ready to like go out on a, you know, river trip or something. We're in the yard. I look up and I see a woman in the window. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I've had enough. The next time that like I have the opportunity to stay the night here, I'll just let my brother do his thing. He can do the sleepover thing. I'm staying at the other house. Um, so then we're just about ready to move in like our actual stuff stuff. Like we kind of gotten things set so we could stay there overnight and do more cleaning. It was a process. Um, but it was, I want to say like a weekday and we get this call, the house is on fire and it sucked. It was good that we hadn't moved our actual stuff in there yet. Like, you know, like my day-to-day clothes, I just moved in kind of like my extra clothes, my, you know, extra bedding, all that stuff to get ready. Um, so it's not like we were completely out of everything, hadn't moved our pets over, thank heavens. But the place just burned to the ground. It had like my mom's, like some of her old family Civil War um, artifacts, I guess you could say, just all this stuff that meant a lot to her. And I was like, this is a disaster because you can't, I mean, like I could replace my stuff. My dad could replace his, my brother had, you know, some old guns and things hunting way out in the middle of nowhere, you know, huge into hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, he could replace most of those, but the civil war stuff was all gone. Um, wow. and as they did, I mean, it burned to the ground. There was just the chimney left. So that was it. Oh, which that's so sad. It was huge. I mean, I just was like, it was insane, but I mean, the fire department, again, were rural. They couldn't really get there very fast. Mm-hmm. And um, when all was said and done, they did because they're like, oh, no, you know, arson, because why would there be a fire out there? There was no fire in place else. It started in the house. And I was like, it must have been old wiring. They finished the investigation and still asterisk. I don't know how good they are at this, but they're like, no, this fire started in the middle of, it was this big ballroom, like just in the middle of the floor. And again, middle of the floor, in the middle of the floor. And again, I'm like, okay, arson. I mean, there was never any sign of like another human in there. Like you would have had to get your feet muddy and walk in the house and make muddy footprints. Like we would have been able to tell if someone had broken in you know, because this happened over and over and over again. And I was like, all right, mom, <laughs> you got me. It it turns out she thought about it later. And she's like, I was in there talking to whoever this was. And she finally figured out it must have been Donnie's mom because she was kind of jealous of my mom's mom. She eventually became kind of jealous of my mom because she couldn't have kids. It was really sad. So that's why she adopted Donnie, uh, my mom's brother. 
Mm-hmm. It was kind of one of those like family friend frenemy situations is what it ultimately turned into when she was alive. And my mom finally put two and two together. She's like, that was, that was her. That was totally her. Wow. She was upset. She was upset that I was taking over her house that she loved. And so she, you know, smacked it to me. And I was like, I, you're right. And it sucked because man, that would have been so cool out there. It was just beautiful place, but you know, what are you going to do? I'm, I was so thankful. Like that was like the divine intervention. I was so thankful we hadn't we were about to, like in the next two days, we were going to move us out there, move our pets out there. But thank heavens, you know. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It was bananas. That is wild. Yeah. I'm yeah, glad all been... of your stuff was safe. And that you didn't yeah. That. But it is. Still and we weren't there. To lo- yeah. And that you, yeah, you all are safe. But still. that was like the best situation of a terrible situation. Yeah, I was yeah. so thankful because we were so close to being there and um yeah it it was kind of winter time like I think a lot when we talk about spirits when when people pass on and they have certain attachments to certain items in their life yeah in their life like they spend a lot of time with that person or they attach themselves to that but I didn't ever think about like full-on being like this is this is mine and only mine so yeah I'm basically gonna burn it to the ground so no one else right it. that's what I thought so too and I mean and Donnie lived nearby so you know she was still obviously had good reason to be totally involved so yeah wow and my mom's yeah. friend it was cute because uh he was pretty like in tune to paranormal paranormal stuff too and he was like can I come out there with you Um, so my mom, dad, and he went out and he like walked around and was just kind of feeling out the the area after the house burned down. He's like, well, you know, you could build another house again over here. This area is not safe. Like this area. My mom's like, you think I want to build a house out here? (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) But thank you for your input. That was very kind of him. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was quite an experience. I'm just, uh, very thankful even though that was a, a blow, it was like, I'm super thankful. So yeah. Wow. Wow. What a wild experience. There was so much happening in that house. And like, <laughs> I know I, what a haunted life. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like, sold my dad. Wow. <laughs> totally sold my dad on it. He's like, you're right. This is a thing. Okay. <laughs> it's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I finally believe it. <laughs> wow. Lynn, thank you so much for sharing this. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank you. Honestly, I think I well, I should have asked Lynn, if you have any photos of this house, please can you send them to us? I want I'm so curious about it. The fact that it had a ballroom. I'm sorry. Beautiful. That's amazing. And I, the bathroom. I'm be dreaming about that pink yeah. tub that Lynn was talking uh, about. Amazing. That sounded awesome. Okay. Yeah. I definitely want to see photos of this place. I'm gonna bring up Tabathia. I think that's how you say it. Please correct us when you get up here. Correct me. It's my fault. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. How do you say your name? It is Tabathia. 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 Thank you. Other people call me Tabitha. I prefer Tabathia, but it's up to whoever's talking to you. No, it's up to you. It's your name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my whole family calls me Tabitha, so... Oh, really? It's just... Yeah. um, It was an accident at birth. My mom couldn't pronounce my name. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I actually have a cousin like that who 
we're like divided with half the people calling her Brianna and the other half calling her Brianna. But yeah, I guess I, it works. You just have multiple nicknames now. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of nicknames. I'm not gonna name them, but. Because we have a lot of ghost to stories too. I yeah, do. I live in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, my favorite place ever. I live about 20 minutes outside of the city. And uh, the story is actually, uh, it happened at my aunt's house. She lives um, in a part uh, called Algiers. And her home was actually built on top of the war ground for the uh, Battle of New Orleans. Oh. And uh, as if night, New Orleans wasn't already haunted enough, she had to be <laughs> her house right there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so we definitely think there's uh, we don't think we know that there's some activity going on um, to give a little backstory to it. Um, there is we think that there, the, uh, <laughs> um, we think that there's this man who haunts her house. And when my cousin Brooke was little about three years old she would get scared and would always look in the corner of the living room um and she would point and say the man's angry or say that uh he doesn't want us talking about him and tells her to be quiet and uh, oh the man doesn't want her talking about him yes like he was always angry oh and she's 16 now. She no longer sees the man, but her niece sees the same man. Same corner of the house. Uh, her niece is like three years old. So it's not like you tell a child that there's a scary man, a ghost in the house. So she would have to have seen him to experience it or to say something, you know. Right. Um, so oh, that's so freaky. Because if, as if your family, if anyone had any hope that it wasn't actually anything and it was just her imagination, then another relative starts, another child starts seeing the spirit. Yeah. And she says the same thing. She said, he's angry and I don't want to be here. She doesn't oh my gosh. have anything to do with them. And my son actually about a year ago had the same experience. Her house is very old. Um, it looks like one of those old wooden houses you would see on the bayou or something. And mm-hmm. up her stairwell, there's a, a solid wooden door that closes off the stairway. And my son was walking up the stairs one night and he just yells out, Mom. And I come and I'm like, what's going on? And he says that the man won't let him go upstairs and he won't let him open the door. Who the heck is this man? <laughs> We, uh, we've contemplated asking or something, but I don't think we're comfortable with that yet. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's an angry, intense spirit. So maybe not make contact, but maybe try to tell him to leave you alone. Right. Because you don't want to open the door, but you also want to stop what's happening. Right. She's had her house blessed, I think, three times already and he still hasn't left Hmm. and um so interesting okay so that's the backstory Mm -hmm. Um, this is the actual story of what happened we were at her house one night playing cards in the living room and everyone was downstairs in the living room no one else was upstairs or anything and all of a sudden in the midst of us playing cards 
we hear footsteps upstairs. And it's not just like regular footsteps. It's uh, like heavy boots, like uh, walking slowly towards, like you can hear the way that they're walking. Yeah. And like I said, her house is old. So she has the old wooden floors. So you can hear it creaking and you can hear the, um, the like which way they're walking. So we all look at each other to like see if anyone else heard it. And we all heard it. So first thing we do is like we grab like a broomstick or something trying to go see if someone's like squatting in her <laughs> upstairs. You guys are brave. That is, I <laughs> would not be able to do that. Oh, they, they put me on the front line. Because... Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk up there and no one is up there. And we try to like go the way that we heard the footsteps. And when we open the closet door, her closets are kind of like the attic. So when you open it, they're very narrow and they're very long. Um, so we look down the closet. There's one single clothing moving in the attic, in the closet. Nothing else is moving. So, of course, I go over there with the broomstick and I poke it in case someone's hiding. But <laughs> <laughs> no one was there. And uh, we go back downstairs and we're kind of just like baffled. Like, did this really happen? So... We took it upon ourselves to try and debunk it because we believe in ghosts, but also in a way we're kind of skeptical. Mm -hmm. um, so what we did was um, we sat back downstairs while my aunt put a pair of shoes on. First pair she did with heels and then she did it barefoot and then she got some heavy boots. The only time it sounded exactly the same is when she put the heavy boots on. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so creepy. And we, the way we heard her walk, we asked her to walk the same way we heard it. And it was exactly the same, like uh, the creek and everything. And it stopped right as she got to the closet. And the closet is where we saw the one piece of clothing moving. Oh my gosh. How was recent was this? This was, I want to say about six months to a year ago. I'm not really sure. Oh, it's still recent. Yeah. It's not the first time we've had an altercation or interaction with this guy. Um, anyone who goes there, they never go upstairs alone. Uh, hair has been pulled. Um, he whistles in your ear. Oh I've had plenty of times where I feel like I was going to be pushed down the steps. Oh, God. And my grandmother... Terrifying actually was pushed in one of the closets upstairs and her foot went through the floor completely. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, this, so this is, is a very aggressive spirit. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking so. I don't hear much about it. Honestly, if, if I'm being honest, I really don't hear anything about the ghost unless I'm there. Okay. Well, that's good. It's, um, I don't like, th that's a whole other story, but my family calls me clairvoyant. Wow. Um, okay. Well, you're gonna have to tell us more about this. You're gonna have to email us and tell us everything. Cause it sounds like you have a lot of experiences. I really do. And I will send oh. pictures of the house yes. next time I go. Oh my God. Pictures. Please. Oh my gosh. Please. please do. Wow. And I hope you're able to kind of find some resolve with this spirit. Cause it does not sound fun. But you'll have to keep us updated. Of course, I definitely will. Thank you so much. 
Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you for closing it out with your extremely, <laughs> extremely haunted <laughs> house. Yeah. Like at first I was like, oh, it's just some guy haunting. No, it's some guy trying to push everyone down the Horrifying. stairs and attack the whole family. So yeah, I hope that you and your family uh, are okay and nothing as yeah. aggressive ever happens like that again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Okay, I, was, I am copying, I'm pasting. Unwell. You guys are also haunted. So everybody's so haunted. I put the Discord link for anyone who doesn't have the Discord link uh, in the chat, so you can find it there. Um, and that's where the little spooky after party happens. Yeah. So we can continue the story, continue the conversation, and then we'll be back here next week, or we'll be live on Patreon on Sunday at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. So you can join us there too. We love you all. And then hopefully we'll be able to show you guys the photo shoot sometimes. Yes. And if all goes well. So goes pray well. for us. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.